What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Gene the Genius. We are here, live with it. It's the Genius Corner, brought to you by Nabra Talk. Uh, shout out to my co-host, Saad the Guru. Um, unfortunately, we have to um, put a halt um, on our Nabra Talk podcasts simply because we are um, in a pandemic right now, the coronavirus. So what I decided to do was basically do like um, a branch off or an extended podcast of just myself where you guys get to just you guys could tune in, listen to me and just hear about my thoughts, my opinions and my ideologies, if you really care. Um, And just what goes on in my life. And, you know, that's basically it. Like basically what this is all about is it's a laid back segment. Um, It's not really structured. Nabra Talk is more structured. This one, you know, this podcast won't be. So um, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast while we're during this quarantine mode. Um, and I look forward to getting back with um, back getting back to Nabra Talk um, in the future with my co-host Saad. Um, shout out to Saad. Shout out to the Nabra family. Shout out to everybody out there doing their stuff, doing their business and, and just making it through this whole um lockdown and 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 uh social distancing era i guess you would call it it's it's crazy we've never seen anything like this a lot of people are you know um they are concerned they're worried um they're they're afraid of what's going to happen in the future but I, i would tell you guys not to fear um rest in peace to those people who who's lost their lives who have lost their lives due to corona I'm very sorry for those who lost family members and friends um, because of the coronavirus. Um, it's very unfortunate. And um, I just pray that you guys find some peace. I pray you guys find strength throughout this time. And I pray you guys um, are able to get through it and become um, and, and, and find some some type of motivation, inspiration to continue your lives and to be better people. Um, but other than that, again, like I said, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you so much for joining. If you've been following us during Nabra Talk from the beginning, uh, thank you so much for supporting us, all 10 of you. <laughs> uh, it's like, nah. Um, every single one of you guys who's been following us on Instagram and Twitter, the SoundCloud page, Spotify, like you guys should be subscribed. If you have not subscribed, to our podcast page on apple podcasts or youtube or spotify or even just following us on instagram you're doing something wrong um nabra talk n-a-b-r-u-h-t-a-l-k nabra talk type that in you'll find us subscribe listen to the episodes chime in follow us on instagram um send us your ideas of what topics you want us to talk about send us people you feel like should be on knobber talk whatever we're open for it um but there's a lot of great stuff that's in store once all this is over um we have a lot of great things to um give to you guys to deliver to you guys and i'm really looking forward to it um you can follow me on twitter and instagram gene the genius that's J E E N T H E J 
E-E-N-I-U-S, Gene the Genius. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Instagram is where I do most of my um, social media activities. I'll be on Twitter sometimes, every now and then. Most of, Not like all the time, but I'll be on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at least once a day just to see what's going on. But most of my activity, like creative stuff, is all going to go on Twitter. I mean, Instagram, sorry. <sighs> um, But yeah. I just want to say shout out to everyone who's still working during the coronavirus. Um, and I and I'm I'm sorry for the people who lost their jobs and who got laid off. It's a very unfortunate um, circumstance where you're not able to work. Um, but I also want to give thanks to those who have um, been working and still being on the front lines for us. You know, people at the grocery stores, the nurses the doctors, the hospitals that are staying open, um, the banks also, shout out to them, people got to cash their checks, people got to take money out, people got to make deposits, all that stuff, you know, there's a lot of essential places that are still open and they don't get enough credit and respect for the job that they have, I think it's time for us to put to rest how we see someone based off of the job that they have i'm pretty sure a lot of you don't judge people based off the job that they have we don't but some of us do and here's the thing we start to judge people off the job that they have when it comes to dating don't lie you definitely do and you also we some of our parents they uh some of our parents judge our friends based off of the jobs that they have and i and also who are you know when it's come when it comes time to dating our parents judge them i think it's time for us to lay that conversation to rest i think it's time to just respect people for what they do the mailman also the mailman the mailman and the male woman the male women out there um delivering our our mail every single damn day during this coronavirus that is uh that's pretty risky if you ask me you're going touching that going out there touching mailboxes you don't know what the hell um is, is being placed on those mailboxes so um if you see a mailman you know salute them thank them uh I, shout out to my homeboy he said he, he had a, his, one of his mailmen was uh i think he was walking around without a mask and he gave him one I don't know how your job don't provide you with a mask, but that's another another topic, another discussion. By the way, guys, I it's a it's a law now. You cannot leave your house and go into a public place without a mask. You or you can't go into a public place without your face being covered because I know the masks. It's hard to find them. So you can't like go into like a shop right and what you can't go into shop right without a mask on or without something covering your face that's the law now so just to let you guys know that um speaking of like people working i feel like if you if you had to work during the coronavirus if you're working during the coronavirus once all of this is over people should definitely the people who worked should definitely get like a boost in their like vacation and leave time like that i think that's fair you gave me like if you're if your job let's say for example if your job gives you about 120 hours 140 hours a year 
for vacation, normal, right? And you worked during the coronavirus pandemic. I feel like they should bump that 120 or 140 and give you an additional 40 to 80 hours of vacation time for life <laughs> every year for life um not for just one not just for, for one year i i would say for life like come on you work during the pandemic um another example i had was like if you know for for the women right maternity leave let's say a job's maternity leave is usually four months six months i would say just give them a whole year off once they once they're ready to go once they're about to go into labor Give them the rest of the year off if they work during the coronavirus. I think that's fair. You know, you know, I just feel like people deserve that, especially if they've gone through something like this. Nurses and doctors, especially people who work at the hospitals, even the janitors, even the, um, you know, the sanitation workers. Shout out to the people who still go out there and pick up our garbage. Um, People, I think a lot of us, we 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 underestimate the jobs out there um shout out to bernie sanders um when he talks about like wage you know this is what he's talking about essential workers who still got to get still got to work but they're getting paid 10 bucks an hour come on now 10 bucks an hour is nothing and and you're making them do a lot of work in one hour worth more than ten dollars so there's a lot there's there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be changing once we get the ball rolling after you know post coronavirus there's going to be a post coronavirus eventually every pandemic has an end every pandemic has you know there's a slowdown period um so just i would say you guys just just have a positive outlook on this i was reading this morning before i go to work. i like to read before i leave the house um and yes i do i read the bible I don't read the Bible in a way where I read it to go out to the world and be like, yo, the Bible said you ain't supposed to be doing this. The Bible said you got to do this. I just read the Bible in a way where I just try to get a better understanding of how to walk in life. That's it. Um, because the most important aspect of being because I me for myself, I'm a Christian. I'm a man of God. I But I'm not perfect. I do things that are not right every now and then and we all do so don't don't come up if you hear if you listen to this episode and after this is over don't come up to me here i heard you be doing some very wrong things don't come up to me with that until you until you realize the, the the wrong things that you've done okay i've already admitted to the things that i've already done that are wrong so we're not we're not perfect people but i read the bible in the morning and i try to read it later on at night because it really has some very good words in there. And it's just funny how this morning when I was reading it, I'm in the book of Isaiah right now. I was reading chapter 43 and 44. And it was saying like it was talking about faith. And it was telling it was basically saying like, do not worry about the past and don't worry about what's going on right now. Just keep your keep your eyes focused on the future. And I think that's what we need to all do right now. Focus on the future. Focus on post corona right now. Focus on what what do you want your life to look like after all of this is over? Ask yourself, do you want to be the same person you were before and during Corona? Or do you want to be a completely different person or at least 
get to that point where you're on your way to becoming a completely different person because i think that's important um and that and that's that's really why i read the bible um i love i i i've been i started reading the bible two years ago like committed i'm talking about commitment to like really really reading it and i initially started reading it because my accountant who was basically a family friend who's my homeboy's cousin he was like if you read this many verses every day you'll read you'll read the bible in a year and i was like that's cool so i was like wait hold on um see my whole thing when it comes to reading i'm I'm very different when it comes to reading number one i was never an avid reader when i was young all i did was watch tv i will make sure my kids do not do that it's not good two i graduated college with an english degree and a communications degree so when i was in college i did a lot of reading and writing um but what i learned about myself during college as a reader is i am a slow reader but my professor also told me like as a as a slow reader that's not a deficiency slow readers actually have a strength that fast readers don't so as a slow reader i, I read slow on purpose now def, def, definitively i read slow on purpose and the reason why i read slow on purpose is because when you read slowly you catch everything right i read for a purpose i read with a purpose so when i'm reading i'm looking for a message i'm looking for a theme i'm looking for things i don't understand in there as well so i took the bible and i said you know i probably won't read this in a year and it's been three years and i'm in the middle of it i'm still in the old testament the book of isaiah is probably one of the best books i've gotten to read so far genesis obviously the first book of the bible one of the greatest books genesis is pretty good um another book that's pretty good would be proverbs i like isaiah like i mentioned um and i'm looking forward to the new testament but the old testament is really good i have the book of enoch in my shopping cart on amazon it's one of the, like it's like the lost books of the bible and stuff like that i'm looking forward to reading that soon but i'm gonna finish the bible so just a little bit about me when it comes to the bible also the reason why i'm reading the bible also is because like i said i just want to have a very good understanding of what the message of god is through the bible and once i get one and and what i'm doing is i'm reading highlighting reading highlighting so i'm not really taking any major notes as of yet so this is what i'm calling i'm in phase one of my bible study once i've completed reading the entire bible once i'm done with it i'm gonna start all over again but this time i'm gonna be reviewing what i highlighted when i first read it so now i'll be in phase two when am i going to be doing i'll be now i'll be doing my interpretation my first phase of interpretation from all the um verses and books that i've highlighted and stuff like that so that's just a little glimpse of me with the whole bible situation um but yes bottom line is yeah, i gotta have faith you guys have to have a lot of faith in this this is where we are being tested a lot there's a lot of different tests going on in this coronavirus pandemic if you don't have faith during this coronavirus you're in a lot of you're in a heap of trouble you need to have faith you need to have faith that you're going to get out of this clean you need to have faith that you're going to get out of this hole you need to have faith you're going to get out of this um healthy 
if you lost a family member, I'm sorry to hear that, but you're you're still here. You're still here. Okay? Create a new life for yourself. Start planning out. What what is it that what is it in your life that you haven't done yet that you want to do once all of this is over? Your life ain't over. Your family or friends life is. And yes, as sad as that might be, your family or friend would like for you to live out your best life at this point. Okay? Um and a little, you know, and that's 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 that on the coronavirus thing and people losing lives. If you're a small business owner, by the way, at least try to apply for the paycheck paycheck protection program. Um, if you haven't yet, I would do so. It doesn't hurt. It might. It's a small. It's a credit inquiry. But if you if your business is shut down because you ain't got no money, you might as well try to see if you could get a, a loan to help with your payroll and stuff like that. What I would what I what I advise you to do is go to the bank where you have your business accounts, not your personal accounts. Go to the bank that holds your business accounts where you do your business banking. If you have a credit line with that bank with that bank, go there and apply for the loan. And the reason why I say this is because if you go to another bank that you don't bank with and thinking, oh, they probably have a better they probably have a better interest rate, etc., that's a lie. The interest rate for the Paycheck Protection Program is at 1%, no matter where you go. So go to the bank you have and apply. Now, I believe you can only apply online. I know for some banks, it's only online, which means you probably need an online ID. So create that online ID. If you don't have one, you go online and you apply. And that's it. Apply. You see what the steps are. They might ask for some documents, but just put your, just give yourself a chance to try to bounce back from the coronavirus. It doesn't hurt to try. Now, for my consumers, my guys, my people, my family who's out there who are waiting for their stimulus checks and they ain't get them yet. Shout out to those who did. We all wealthy now. We're billionaires and millionaires. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw this video where it was like. It was the Dave Chappelle skit. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It was the Dave Chappelle skit. And he was a news anchor. And she was like, it was, they had the woman. She was like, how the money, y'all? Because there's broke people around with your broke ass. <laughs> um, it's a funny skit because a lot of us feel like we got some good money now. It's $1,200. I would just say be mindful of what you do with the $1,200. If you got to pay your rent pay your rent if you gotta pay some bills pay your bills i would try not to put my eggs in all in one basket if you got 1200 try to divide it by four put 300 in one place 300 in another and the other 600 somewhere else something right try to exercise your finances in a way where you don't have to spend your 1200 all at one time okay now, if you did not get your stimulus check yet because you're waiting on a check because you did not do direct deposit, I have good news for you. You can actually set up your direct deposit right now today um, and give them and give the IRS your stim, your direct deposit information. And you have to download an app. It's called Get My Payment. The app is called Get My Payment. So the Get My Payment tool allows taxpayers to check on the status of their stimulus payment and confirm whether the money is arriving via direct deposit or paper check. 
You can also enter new bank information if your direct deposit account isn't on file. So that basically means like if you didn't set up your direct deposit with your accountant and you usually get like a check in the mail when you get your tax refunds, you can actually update that information today on an app called Get My damn it i think this get my check what is it hold on sorry it's called get my payment the app is called get my payment okay so if you can't wait two months to get your check download the get my payment app and get your uh and, and set up the information and you'll probably get your check in probably a week or two and that's about it you know um i just like giving out some information for you guys that's that's helpful ain't no point of holding all this information back uh, i went to work today and that was like the first news that that was in my email like yo y'all could get y'all checks quicker if you do this type of uh um this process and this app so somebody made an app someone definitely got paid to make an app called get my get my payment and now here it is um but in other news um <laughs> i was on twitter this morning it was before work and the there's a picture that had most dominant athlete in the picture this is just in the picture it had barry bonds usain bowl michael phelps serena williams this one is Mike Tyson, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, this one was Wayne Gretzky. And then I don't know who this guy is, but basically um, these are some pretty dominant athletes within our lifetime. I decided to say I, I said it was Usain Bolt. And you can argue in this 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 whole thing, like all these athletes in the picture were dominant as hell. I'm talking about Michael Phelps had. Michael Phelps had was it eight gold medals, eight gold medals in one Olympic round. That's that's a little crazy, right? This man was a fish, was a human fish. <laughs> but I said Usain Bolt, and that's kind of biased simply because I'm a track, I'm a former track runner. If y'all if y'all don't know, I used to run track in high school. Shout out to all the track runners. Shout out to all the sixteen hundred meter runners, eight hundred meter runners, um, four by four. We out here. Oh, shout out to Lyndon. Um, Usain Bolt. I don't think y'all understand. We talking about speed, bro. Like we're talking about speed. Something you can't teach. Something that really kills. Like I ever heard the phrase "speed kills," and Usain Bolt killed a lot of people's dreams. I remember the first time I seen Usain Bolt run. It was in two thousand eight. But you know, it's funny. I think somebody told me about Usain Bolt a while ago before that in 2008 i was in high school i was a sophomore in high school in 2008 i was a sophomore in high school and i was a i was i was running track and i was aware of the olympics was that summer my boy my homeboy and i shout out to carrie carrie what carrie first put me on tyson carrie told me about Safa powell all right, so Safa Powell was the fastest man in the world, along with Tyson Gay, before Usain Bolt came in the picture. Okay, so Safa Powell is Jamaican. So he was the fastest man in the world, running like 9.79 or 9.7. He was running like 9.7 something in a 100-meter dash. And he has, you had Tyson Gay, who was like, you're American, you're all-American track runner, who was always in the Olympics, right? He was one of the fastest people in the world. So after Carrie told me about that, I'm watching it. I'm, you know, I'm going on YouTube after track practice, watching these race. I'm like, yo, these, these dudes are freaking fast, bro. Like, yo, I'm like, damn, son. 
So here goes 2008, the Olympics. And you and then in the final match, in the final round, you have you got Usain Bolt. This man is in lane four and five. No, 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 I lied. He was in lane. I don't think he was in lane four and five that year. I think in that year, he was in lane seven and eight. And I'm gonna tell you why the lanes are so important real quick once I find it. Um hold on one second. The lanes lanes are important. Lanes to remember. He was in lane. He was in lane four that year. Okay, so he was in lane four. That means he was already he was already um seated as one of the fastest runners in the heat. But then you know he's gonna run that fast. Um I'm watching it. I all I see, you know, the gun goes off. These go these guys go off. I'm watching, I'm like, ah, right, hold on, hold on. I'm like, alright. First of all, the man ran 80 meters. And uh, he ran like 85 meters. He ran 85, 90 meters. And then the other 10 meters, he was like, I'm good, bro. Man started celebrating. As a 15-year-old boy, and you watch this, you're like, how the hell is this possible? You're running against all professionals. These professionals work their ass off. I would feel, I know these men felt disrespected. You working your ass off for four years just to get showboated. And the here's the thing. In track and field, in track, right, when you win in that type of fashion, it's very insulting. You're not that means you you don't come close, right? So you same boat in that race ran nine point six nine. Second place ran like hold on, I'll tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you how big of a difference it is. I'm going to type in use, uh, 2008 100-meter dash. All right, 100-meter finals, right? So let me see. Uh, I'm going to tell you how how mind-blowing the um, the time is with second place because he blew he blew him away 9.69 i believe second place ran like probably nine eight maybe ten seconds all right so usain bolt ran 9.69 and then second place ran ran 9.89 so that's 0.2 seconds faster in a hundred meter dash when it comes to sprints that's you just got smoked literally yes i mean most of y'all seen i'm pretty sure you guys seen this he got smoked Asafa Powell came in fifth at 9.95. Third place was Walter Dix at 9.9. So basically, and then Usain Bolt came back the year after and broke his own world record again. In beating second place Tyson Gay again. So here's the and, and here's the crazy thing. So that year in 2009 at the World Championships, you had Usain Bolt. Tyson Gay is half a pal. So you had this. This was a all world, obviously, all world um, heat. Bolt ran 9.58. How? How are you going to run 9.58? How do you run 9? 9.58 seconds? You don't know what, you know what, Safa Powell ran? Not Safa Powell. Tyson Gay ran like 9.7 or 9.6. That that has to be heartbreaking because it's like, damn, if I ran this last year, I would have won or probably tied with this man. Basically, what this is saying is Usain Bolt is ahead of all y'all. Catch up. You can't. You can't catch up. And he's going to retire 
as the one of the as the fastest man ever we will not see another man run this fast for a very long time we will, we're not gonna see bro i don't think y'all understand 9.58 in 100 meters When I seen that happen, I was like, I was like, okay, 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 9.58. And then, and then, this man had the audacity to run 19.19 seconds in the 200-meter dash. Y'all go ahead and figure out how that makes sense. Now, when I seen that happen, right, I was like, okay, 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 okay. This man is only going to get better. Okay. All right. So I was, what, 2009, I was 16 years old. I don't really understand the concept fully of track and field. I've been running for three years. So I'm like, okay, this man is probably going to come back in another world championship and he's going to run 18.9 seconds. And you can't say it. there's no way he wasn't capable of doing that because people were like, that's humanly impossible. Like, and honestly, 18 seconds in a 200 meter dash, I got to test you at this point. But for Usain Bolt, he ran 19.19. I think the fastest he probably could have reached was 19.09. And even that is a little out of out of the world, out of this world. Give me. So that's why I feel like Usain Bolt is one of the most is probably the most dominant athlete. And then people will say, oh, it's LeBron James. You have Serena Williams. I just feel like, we have, like we've been blessed to see so many. I, if, you pick, if you don't pick Usain Bolt, that's fine. Michael Phelps one of the, is the greatest swimmer of all time. There is no, there's no argument in that. Serena Williams, come on now. We don't even got to go into details. LeBron James. You got Mike Tyson. Anybody, you you could have picked anyone on that list. It would have made sense. But I pick Usain Bolt because I'm biased. I'm a track, um, I'm a former track runner. So I'm gonna pick the track, the track, uh, the the track star. You know, um, but shout out to all the athletes out there. Um, I know you guys miss your sports tremendously. I know it. I know it. Spring season. This is supposed to be spring season for a lot of you guys. You, the seniors who are supposed to run their best times this year, this season, you're not going to get a chance to do that. And I'm very sorry you guys had to, you know, have to go through this. Um, This just teaches you every race counts. Every race counts. Don't let a coach tell you it's just a dual meet. It's just a Tuesday dual meet. Treat it like it's practice. Don't treat that shit like it's practice. This is a real track meet, okay? That team you that that boy you're running against, that runner who might take it lightly, that's his problem. Now we've learned a lesson. Don't take nothing lightly. Don't take any track meet lightly. Don't take any any basketball game. Don't take it lightly anymore. Everything counts. Everything matters. Look at look at the mess we're in. Cause now if you are depending on this season to show out for these colleges, you can't. You have to go by your winter season. And for some people, they don't want to go by their winter season. They know that we're going to turn up spring season. Track and field is a very complex sport sometimes. 
you only have one shot. Literally one shot. You run you run one bad race and you don't want that race to be the one of the, you know one of the high profile races. I remember my junior year I had a stomach virus. I could not run. I couldn't run. That was a state championship meet. That was the first round. I couldn't run. I threw up that night. So what I'm telling y'all is go all out. Every time you run, every time you step on that track, don't listen to it. Don't let the coach say it's just a dual meet. Nah, F all that. Burn them. Cook them. Go all out. So when you when you run on Saturday, you be like, okay, I've done this before. That's it. That's it. Because now we see what kind of trouble we're in if we don't take anything seriously at the time at the time that we're in it. All right. Um, speaking of sports and LeBron James and all of that, um, I feel like I feel like um. We've been robbed this season, this NBA season, obviously. There was a lot of great stories during this NBA season that we didn't get to see manifest. You know, we didn't get to see the the Clippers and the Lakers in the conference finals. Honestly, in the Western Conference Finals, it it wasn't definitive that it was going to be the Lakers and, and Clippers. You know, that's what we were, you know, that's what was expected because of their roster and their performance. It could have been other teams. It could have been the Lakers and the Rockets. The Rockets are, they were pretty, they were getting the ball rolling, you know, with their small ball. I don't know what, the, you know, for to trade and your tallest man is 6'7", whatever, 6'9", but whatever. Hey, they were, it was, it was working for them. It was working for them. Um, we didn't get to see a very, this, this year's playoffs was going to be very special. Um, I wanted to see how far Giannis can take his team. We didn't get to see that. I wanted to see the Celtics knock off the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. I wanted to see how far my fourth place Miami Heat can go. Um, they're a young team. They have a lot of young, hungry dogs. The reason why I like Miami, you know, I'm a Miami Heat fan. I love Miami pre pre LeBron James. Um, the reason why I like Miami is, is the culture. I grew to love the culture of that team. Um, when you think about Miami, you think about South Beach. You think about, you know, the fun stuff. When it comes to sports, <laughs> when it comes to sports and you hear South Beach, the first person you think about is Pat Riley. Okay. Pat Riley don't play games when it comes to his organization and Ricky um and and and, and Mickey Arison. Okay, so the Miami Heat culture is very hardworking. They have probably the toughest conditioning training in the league. So they don't just take anybody on their team. That's why they let go of Hassan Whiteside. Unless you're like out an outlier in talent to the point where you have to take this person they don't want you they only want gritty gritty hard-working players and that's what you have on that team jimmy butler 
obviously is a greedy player. He he works his ass off and he's a leader. And I feel like and people and, and I knew Jimmy Butler was going to work in Miami. I didn't question that. The reason why people think Jimmy is not great with teammates is because most people are soft. So when Jimmy was holding his teammates accountable in Chicago, in Minnesota, they just thought he was being a bully when all he was doing was probably holding them accountable for their lack of passion for the game, their lack of actually working hard for the game. He don't like that. He wants you to actually put in effort and try and go past your limits. That's what Jimmy Butler is all about. Jimmy Butler was overlooked before he went to the NBA. And so was a lot of other all the other players he's playing with. So that's why I wanted to see how far Miami can go. Um, it wouldn't have shocked me if it was Miami versus the Bucks in the Eastern Conference. And, you know, we'd probably lose to the Bucks, but it wouldn't surprise me if we beat the Bucks. Miami is a very is a Pandora box type of team for, you know, this year, at least um, when you have a bunch of guys on a team that were all overlooked. And they're all talented and they nice and they know they got a chance. You have to be careful with how you play them. Kendrick Nunn was overlooked. He's, he, he was from the G League. Tyler Hero, he's from Kentucky, but he was overlooked. You get what I'm saying? Duncan Robinson was let go, was traded or whatever. He's from Portland. Um, and you, got, you just got some people who just want to play ball and they ball. And that's, you know, that's why, I, that's why I love Miami. They're not always in the spotlight of media, of, of drama, like some teams are. Um, and they're about their business. And that's why I like Miami. And um, I feel like this season would have been a great season to see, like, what we can do moving forward. Um, I don't know how the free agency market is going to go now, because I know there's going to be some free agents this season. Um, that's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out if people resign or do they extend people's contracts for next season or like this this so many questions up in the air for um sports in general not just basketball but football and and hockey and baseball you got baseball supposed to been started and we can't get baseball going so um i'm a yankees fan and the reason why i like baseball i don't like baseball too much as far as watching it but i like the numbers game the reason why I like the numbers game is my, my favorite my favorite stat in baseball is the ERA. That's earned runs. Um, ERA is earned runs allowed. So that's a pitcher's statistic. So an ERA is how they determine how good a pitcher is. So if you're a pitcher and your ERA is like two point three, that's pretty good. That means you only you only allow about two two to three points a game which is pretty hard to do now if you're a pitcher and your era like 4.5 6 no 4.5 5 mm, mm, i don't know about all that we in some trouble but eras do matter there i've had i've seen eras lower than two but your your, your good your good pitchers they'll be around the two points um you know I also like how they 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 measure like your batting averages. It's pretty cool. Um, the the errors also like um, committed errors by like your defensive players, like your shortstops and your first baseman and your third baseman, and your pitchers. 
er an error is anything when the ball touches your glove and you're not able to execute a play. So let's say you your ball touches your glove, but you didn't catch the ball or you didn't scoop the ball up and the ball passes over you, whatever. That's an error. And too many errors and you might get cut off that team. You get me? So I like baseball in that sense. I don't really like watching it. I'll try to watch it sometimes. I might turn it on towards the end of the game. But in, to be honest, you don't know when the end of baseball is, <laughs> depending on the score. Um, but, yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I am a sports guy. If y'all didn't know, I'm a sports guy. I love sports. Sports is one of the things that really do bring people together. If y'all want to agree or disagree, it does bring a lot of people to, together. Um, you could go to a sporting event and <laughs> you'll you and the guy next to you are fans of the Knicks. And the guy next to you is probably a Republican and you're a Democrat. And that doesn't matter at this point. Y'all want the Knicks to win. It's just an example. I don't want to put an extreme example out there. I'm going to just keep it simple. But that's basically what sports really does. Um, other than that, that's, that you know, that's just me in, in a nutshell. Oh, by the way, um, before I leave guys, I have some great news. Um, I'm registering my business today. I'm registering my business. I'm actually about to do it like right now, like as soon as I get off. Um, and this business is going to be the my first business it won't be my last but it's my first business ever that i'm going to register this business is basically um it's going to be the driving force of the other business that i'm going to register as a nonprofit. so basically the first business that i'm registering today it'll be for selling products um i'll be selling clothing a clothing brand it will definitely be a clothing brand. My goal is to, is to turn it into grow into a legitimate clothing brand. So I know I'm going to have to start taking the seasonal stuff seriously. Um, and that's fine. Like I have I write all the time. So I'll be planning stuff out. But the goal behind this this clothing brand in, the, in this business is to fund the nonprofit. The nonprofit is basically going to help um, low income and impoverished families in schools, um, you know, with school supplies for kids, basically. So when I start selling my products, you will be actually donating to um, the, the, the nonprofit organization. 10% um, of it is going to go to that organization. So, for example, if you buy something for 10 bucks, $1 is going to go to that nonprofit organization off the rip. And that's $1.00. One dollar, that's a dollar towards a notebook. So that means one new, one kid just got a new notebook um, or a dollar for pencils, whatever the case might be. That's my goal. That's what I'm moving towards. I just want to, you know, this is something that I've been praying for. Uh, this is something that I've really dreamed about. I, re I get excited when I see like what this can become. It's really, you know, I've I've seen pages you know, one of the one thing that I've seen before is like when it comes to like registering a business, right? For me, it's different prices to register a business. For this one specifically, it's gonna be about four hundred and fifty dollars. A little give or take, right? A little bit over, like four fifty five. Um 
I was on Instagram one day and it said, if you got this type of money, you can register a business right now. I was like, really? That's all it takes? And this was years ago. I'm like, damn, I don't know what kind of business to register. And then I was like, I know at some point I'm going to have to do this type of business and that type of business. And that's why, you know, then I got to this. I'm like, yo, this is the year I'm really going to start. I'm really going to put my foot down and register businesses. I have a lot of confidence in the business that I'm going to be, all the businesses that I'm going to be registering by the end of this year, simply because I know myself. I know the passion that I have in myself. I know who I am and the network of people that I have. Not to say I'm relying on my network of people now, but I have I believe I have a good support system. Now, if I don't if that support system fails, that doesn't mean that I stop. Right. You start with what you have. And if that don't work, you keep going. So this this comes from people who have businesses already. Thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for opening your business and registering your business and showing me like, yo, you can have your own business. This is this is basically the start of my own legacy that I'll pass. I will be able to pass down to my own kids and my grandkids and eventually turn this into an entity that gives other people opportunities. That's the goal. Um, I want to thank you guys for joining me. Like I said, I'm going to try my best to give give you guys some type of content every now and then make it be as consistent as possible. Thank you guys for joining me. You know, like I said, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. I don't do much on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter, but um, you're not really going to find much. I might tweet. I'm telling you, I'm going to tweet some BS. It's really some nonsense. I tweet nonsense on Twitter. Trust me. You're not going to understand it. Okay. So, but you can follow me just to follow me. I, I follow back. I'm not a celebrity where it's like, oh, <laughs> i don't follow back trust me i follow back i like twitter though it has a lot of funny videos um follow me gene the genius like i said it's j e e n t h e j e e n i u s okay thank you guys for tuning in i love you guys be easy i'm out